Uh, hey everybody, welcome to the third installment of the Cinema Day Epilogue podcast. Today we will be discussing the Troma Entertainment's uh, Redneck Zombies with Jan van den Hemmel and, and, and Byron Hussey, which is me talking now. Hey Jan. Hey, how are you? Good. Uh, so Redneck Zombies... Troma, uh, I believe this was a not initially produced by Troma, but ultimately uh, mm. they they distributed it. So it, it has the Troma stamp on it. They, I guess they approved of the the level of uh, sort of humor <laughs> and um, the, the. I would say I would say it's slightly below Troma <laughs> level. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty. It's a pretty searing statement. Yeah, a, a, a mm. rung below Troma. Um, so you you had a chance to watch uh, at least some of uh, Redneck Zombies, right? Yeah, yeah, I watched uh, I watched uh, I watched enough Redneck Zombies to uh, from uh, from an events. Good, good. Yeah. So I'll I'll give you my my hot take, mm. and then I'll let you go into your your probably very mm. uh, flimsy defense of of, of, <laughs> of first of all, I think that trauma. In general, I have a problem with, and the problem is that it's it's way too self-aware. Um, yeah. It's it's trying to be sort of the slapstick, gore, exploitation mm-hmm. movie, but sort of very knowingly, um, which mm-hmm. which which sort of reduces the impact. And also, it's a uh, it's it tends to be just really dumb like it's not like yeah. to whatever extent there is humor it's not like very insightful or or, or interesting or it's just it's just really like uh mm-hmm. kind of dumb base college kid goofing around stoner stuff yeah um that said i've only really seen parts of many trauma movies over over the mm-hmm. years just, i've never really committed any time to actually watching a one all the way through uh mm-hmm. this Redneck Zombies doesn't really count necessarily as a pure trauma movie because it wasn't produced by trauma, but it's very much in that vein and to, to skewing worse than that because it's um, am, basically total amateurs making a really crappy movie in Delaware uh, <laughs> in the 80s. I don't really know where that is, by the way. Where is Delaware? It's, uh, it's pretty much, it's like mm-hmm. the, I think, the second smallest state. It's between, um, it's between like Pennsylvania and and Maryland mm-hmm. so it's um, it's pretty near the capital it's pretty the only thing it's really known for is um, being Red kind of a, a, a corporate tax haven um, <laughs> a lot of uh, financial institutions have their headquarters in Delaware and corporations mm-hmm. um, also Joe Biden the vice president from uh, Delaware right so what what is your uh, your hot take on the redneck zombies? Uh, redneck zombies is kind of like the the Donald Trump of movies. Like, if you look at Donald Trump, the good thing about Donald Trump, if anything, is like he gives you the idea that if that this guy can be presidential candidate, anybody can do right. it. Like, if he really becomes the president, then anybody can be the president of yeah. America. Well, as long Which as kind of are. gives people hope, I guess. And as long, as similarly, long as have a, a billion if, uh, if Redneck Zombies can get picked up by, by any distributor, then there's hope 
for everybody who wants to make a movie right. and get well, it distributed. Is that but is that still true though? Because this was this was um, picked up and distributed in the eighties, mm-hmm. where I mean it was true. very bottom of the barrel. I'm sure it's it's made an enormous amount of money compared to the amount they spent making it. But there was there was still very limited uh, um, outlet for this for this type yeah, of the video market television um and movie theaters and that was it yeah now you would have to make something that's actually good for ten thousand bucks right i mean i think these people would probably have a be making this on youtube and (laughs) there are so many things like it that it would probably never be noticed because there are actually pretty talented amateurs making pretty Mm -hmm. pretty good stuff on youtube so this this would probably not get anywhere um yeah this this just wouldn't be made anymore i mean yeah it would just be so much easier now to make a movie and there would be there's a, a lot more support for making this kind of stuff now like there's uh, all kinds of crowdfunding possibilities and um i think they would just make it better yeah just they wouldn't be able to make it this bad but it's almost like at the time it was such a it was so much harder to get a movie made at mm-hmm. the time because everybody didn't have a high definition yeah. video camera in their pocket. So yeah. it's like, I think you really this is had probably to... the first uh, movie that was completely shot on video and uh, released straight to video. I think I remember reading I that. Read that somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's actually a pretty, so... pretty amazing uh, milestone. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. It, I mean... it actually kind of reminds me of some other really trashy European movies, um, German movies. Uh, um, the the violent shit series. I don't know if you've ever heard about <laughs> I, that. I have not, but it, it sounds uh, <laughs> sounds pretty good. It's a German uh, gore series. It's uh, it's very similar, except they really um, they really like uh, special effects, so they put a lot of time in that. Yeah, the special but, uh, effects in this uh, in Redneck Zombies are not 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 great. great. They were um, great. I think I noticed that they used the same pair of legs multiple times <laughs> oh you know they only had uh, 10,000 bucks yeah but at the same time like 10,000 bucks you can also make uh, the Blair Witch Project or Mariachi or uh, The Following by Chris Nolan or you know Bad Taste from Peter Jackson yeah Bad Taste is actually a good example of sort of this Trash. type of movie mm-hmm. um, done well and done, done right well, yeah yeah Kind of... If you don't have any money to make a trashy gore movie, you need to spend four years every weekend with your friends, and you need to really be good at special effects. Yeah, basically that's the the key. And then you this you... this movie was made like in a year. That's not enough time to make a no budget movie. Yeah, I actually remember trying to uh, for some of the movies that I would try to make, um, you know, with with Andrew and some friends. Um, being amazed how long it took to (laughs) commit like i think you you guys had had an ongoing series called violence or something wasn't it Uh, i remember something about that yeah yeah there was one it was i it was more of like an andrew and 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 one of his friends thing but i sort of i sort of uh got got into it later but it was like really it was like literally not even a movie it was just like some teenagers roughhousing in the living room 
Uh, I remember <laughs> enjoying it actually. <laughs> I think. I think. I mean. I think we 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 did some some decent all mm-hmm. borderline decent stuff later on. Um, it was it was funny at least. But yeah, the, uh, that's so. we did like a uh, around that time we did like a actually a Star Trek kind of parody, um, which I think is I think I still have it somewhere, but it's it's on um, video, which I'll probably never transfer to anything. I mean, it's, it's it's literally just video footage of children messing around at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I did. I, I, think, one... I think the the best kind of movie of that I ever made. Uh, sorry to interrupt you. Is, no, uh, no problem. I made a I made a something just something like that. Um, with a bunch of friends, and uh, at that time the video cameras had a button you had to press to start, and you had to press the same button to stop. Yeah. So you kind of, and it wasn't really clear on the screen like whether it was recording or yes. paused. I know. And I, I made that. one movie entirely wrong. Yeah. So I would record bits where we were setting up the next shot, and then I would pause it when we did the take. Yeah. And because we didn't have editing software. We couldn't edit it on a computer. It was literally technically impossible. Mm-hmm. We had to shoot it in sequence, in chronological order. So we just found out, like after the whole day of shooting, that we just shot the yeah. <laughs> in between bits. Yeah, I had that. I had that happen a couple of times. Yeah. Um, and also, I, I, I anything we ever made was always. Um, I mean, I think it was approaching a time where we could have. We always said we were gonna. Oh, we're gonna edit this. We're gonna get this. Mm-hmm. But we never did. Um, yeah. But anyway, the, the point I was trying to make is like I, I remember struggling to 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 make these movies, and then we we, we literally work on it all day, and we yeah. watch it at the end of the day, and be f- like four minutes of. Well, that's pretty good, actually. <laughs> like that's maybe, a lot. Well, you know, maybe 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 uh, one of those minutes was actually usable, but um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was astonishing how long it took. Like in your in your mind, it's gonna take as long as it takes to watch the movie to make the whole movie. Yeah. But uh, I'm yeah, sure you, you you know there's more to it than that. As a, as yeah, a there'll be more. Although some people they shoot a movie in one take. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's the way to really do it. I mean. Yeah, like uh, my dinner with Andre is that one take. No, it's just one scene. Um, I didn't uh, I didn't watch it. I've never yes. seen it, but. Uh, for example, um. Um. What's it called? Uh, Infection, I think, from Albert Pune. It's a one take. And uh, Russian Ark. That's a very big budget movie, but Russian Ark is one take. Yeah. And uh, that... Hitchcock did a movie in seven takes, I think, or ten takes. It's The Rope. Yeah, it's a good I, movie. I, that was like his uh, one of his sort of experimental ones, right? <laughs> but yeah, that does. Yeah, think... but you, you don't really feel it, and uh, it works. It's uh, pretty good. I mean, the camera's moving and. Uh, but the camera something like that. Are, uh... So he made that in seven takes. That I'm sure that added yeah. something. But is is doing one whole movie in one take? Is, is that, does that really? Is that anything other than a gimmick? Like, do, do you really appreciate yeah. that? While you're like, like, oh, this could this is this would be so much worse if we, you know, mm. if we cut cut to a different in, angle. In in Russian arc, it's kind of. Uh impressive and beautiful uh, because it's like with a lot of extras and the camera movements are well justified so you don't really feel it that much and uh, but it is it is of course kind of a gimmick it's the kind of thing where the first thing people will say about it is like it was shot in one take you know like with uh, uh, boyhood it's like oh, this took 12 years to make yeah, you know, that's, yeah. that's just kind of the, the pitch and mm-hmm. you know that everybody's going to Tell their friend, like, did you know that this was shot in one take? And that's how, why they all watch it. If yeah. they're like, 
so-called cinephiles but uh, for example in, in in that infection movie by albert Pion, it's just uh just because they wanted to only spend one day making it i guess mm-hmm. well that kind makes sense cheap, cheap way to make a movie i uh i would be surprised if if i enjoyed watching it but <laughs> no <laughs> maybe, i don't think you would maybe i'm wrong uh, so uh so do you have any kind of um defense for redneck zombies that's uh, a tough one because <laughs> i actually really enjoy the that genre of like no budget trash film mm-hmm. and i i had a period of time when i was the appropriate age for that like which is about 20 years old i guess where they really enjoy those kind of movies right. but i never liked trauma at mm-hmm. all it's really not my cup of tea and i don't really understand who who would really enjoy those movies. I think they're kind of boring. Yeah, I've always, always been a little bit mystified by it myself. Yeah, and and it's not like, like for example, Bad Taste from Peter Jackson. That's somebody who's really passionate about special effects mm-hmm. and just very talented and spends four years just making something that for 10,000 bucks is really, I don't know if you've seen, but it's pretty good. Yeah, I've, I've seen Bad Taste. It's, it's been a few years, but... Uh... And it's very special. It's just very different and... and you can see that that's somebody with like a lot of potential. Right. And then of course it turned out to be the Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah. Impresario. And um, yeah, what can I say about this? Oof. It's too bad Hard because to I would say that what, what, what it, what it probably you can, what, what it is. is so we, if we could, we could kind of create this category of mm-hmm. no budget sort of flat, like sort of no, no budget um, horror movie, let's say. Or, or amateur sort of uh, horror movie. Mm-hmm. I don't even think this is good in that category. But what, yeah. what you can say is that it's probably a at least a, a marketing success. Uh, yeah, that's because good. That's true. There, why is this one so famous compared to literally probably hundreds of thousands of other very mm-hmm. similar movies that people made and went nowhere? Yeah. It's like, oh, well, yeah. because this one kind of famous studio bought it and pushed it out there and, and put a label on it and, mm-hmm. and it looks, and so now this is an example of that, that people can point to of like, Oh, this is really trashy, sleazy fun. All right, let's do it. Yeah. They're like they will watch it at a party with friends and they'll get stoned. And yeah. And that's what it's watch for. It and get drunk. And... It's just, and a it, shame. It, what's kind of special about it is it's called redneck zombies, I guess. Yeah. And, yeah. and now it's very common that uh, there are a lot of very different zombie movies. But at that time, certainly, there was only George Romero. And everybody tried to be George Romero when they tried to make a zombie movie. And this is kind of like the first one that's like different take on the zombie movies. Yeah. It's funny. It didn't even occur to me that, that how novel mm. that must have yeah, been. Yeah, at, at the, the time, time, that must have been very strange. Because <laughs> like any given zombie <laughs> movie you see now... There's even a plethora mm-hmm. of different varieties mm-hmm. of zombie within the movie itself. Like they're, they're like these, mm-hmm. they almost do this like intentional like slice of life thing where it's like here yeah. this here, this is an this is a lady with a stroller zombie, and here's a here's a, a redneck zombie, and here's here's a cop zombie, here's an Indian chief zombie. Um, yeah. But I, I guess in the Night of the Living Dead and Day of the Dead stuff, it's really just kind of like people in ratty clothes with rotting yeah. makeup and sh- shambling around. Actually, to to uh, come back to the point we were making earlier about like 
you can make for 10,000 bucks Blair Witch, El Mariachi, Bad Taste. But also Night of the Living Dead, the yeah, one that started true. it all. It's that's a true. super cheap movie. Yeah, essentially Night of the Living Dead was um, kind of I mean, the if, same production If you have 10,000 bucks, you can make Redneck Zombies or Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. And I think that just goes to show what, what you know, having a, at least slightly talented filmmaker has gives you versus having, you know, not not that. And you don't really see these people going on to uh, great careers afterwards. No. I think that the biggest uh, feather in this guy's cap is that he was a special effects coordinator on an Ang Lee movie. Oh, that's actually pretty good. That's uh, pretty good. Was that, that's an um, actual real director. Crouching Tiger? Uh, pushing Hulk? Hands. That's pushing Hands, that I'm not familiar with that that's one. That's the first movie that um, Ang Lee made in America. Okay. Uh, no, no, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In America. In yeah, America. he did. Um, he did the Hulk too. So it wasn't the Hulk. No, not the. <laughs> they didn't do the the special effects for the Hulk. No, it was just. Uh, but that's a very. That's also kind of a low budget uh, movie. I can't imagine actually what it would be that there's a, if there's a special effect in it. I maybe like. Apparently uh, there is. Yeah, sometimes they have to like bring in special effects to just do something kind of unremarkable maybe it's just like, like maybe it's just like a breaking plate or something yeah or like animate like a bullet or something like that no, not even that it's just it's just a movie about people in a house so i imagine it's really like it really probably is like a, a plate that breaks on somebody's head or something there was a um i was there was a re, an article around christmas time about um home alone the movie uh the macaulay culkin and uh, apparently the guy that that did the spec Maybe you told me this if you did stop me, but the guy that did the special yeah, effects for that movie was just literally a guy in his basement they hired in Chicago. Um, <laughs> and they paid him like $50,000 or something like that. But like, wow. like there's a scene in that that he did. It was like um, Macaulay Culkin shoots a BB gun at, uh, what's his name, Daniel Stern. And this guy painted the you know hand painted the bb frame by frame coming from the you know the 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 front of the 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 camera all the way zooming all the way into daniel stern's head and um it was a really convincing effect and it was also like you know they just hired this guy to do in his basement for this giant hollywood (laughs) production because it's not a special effects movie uh and they weren't living in the era of you know Computer yeah, post-production. So this is like a guy in his basement painted a BB hitting Daniel Stern in the head in this, you know, movie that made a billion dollars. So that's, that's probably the kind of like thing. That. That's some good IMDb Triv. Yeah, yeah, it's worth uh, worth checking out mm, if you like Triv. Worth mentioning. I yeah. love Triv, personally. Um, so uh, do you think we kind of pretty much covered Redneck Zombies? Do you think there's anything we missed here? No, Redneck Zombies, the yeah. the genre, the movie that invented uh, innovative zombie uh, side genres. Or something. Yeah, and and, and direct to video, shot on video. First movie to be shot on video. Yeah, it's surprising. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's worth mentioning that I had some <laughs> I had some technical technical difficulties while I watched it because, um, like I watched out my phone and then but uh Bibaris and Julian were watching it on their computers and apparently the the mobile version had commercials and the the the, the and I guess they had ad blocker on or something so I had oh, to okay. kept stopping to 
to fast forward the commercials. I have no, I like missed big chunks of it, and you know I I didn't feel like I was missing much, <laughs> but I don't I think it I think oh, it well. negatively impacted the the overall recording yeah. experience and, and and viewing experience for me. Mm. So uh, that's just we should mention we should mention that uh, we uh, your brother and you and I made a zombie movie as well. Yeah, we should. That was uh, Fatal Revenge we, Two, right? We did. We made Fatal Revenge Two. Yeah. It was shot on film. Yeah, it was a Super 8. Uh, so it's a sequel to a movie called Fatal Revenge that you made with your friend yeah. Romeo, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Which is not a zombie movie at all, or actually a movie, just uh, <laughs> some kids making a Super 8 yeah. short and, film. But... And this is uh, yeah. this one was sli slightly older, slightly older kids also making yeah. a Super 8. Uh, <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah, the, I remember, um, so the, the plot of that movie was that uh, there were some guys in a band. Yeah. It was me and a me and Andrew. We're in a band together, and mm -hmm. we decided to. I wanted to sell out. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he didn't, so he quit the band, and then I murdered him and hid him in the basement, <laughs> and then he, for some reason, turned into a zombie with no explanation, um, and <laughs> then he bit me. And I think it was we shot it in black and white, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think when he bit me, he filled his mouth with um, soy sauce. Oh, really? I don't remember that. Yeah. That's great. So I got soy sauce <laughs> all over my shirt. That's pretty salty. And we spent a lot of time on like zombie makeup for Andrew. Um, yeah. But I then... remember we were we were using like a. Um bread dough or something yeah. that's the only thing i could come up with for some reason maybe Instead like just clay maybe like a little oatmeal too possibly yeah, probably like oatmeal and, and and like bread dough and i remember at one point i was wearing bread dough on my face and your yeah. mother walked in and i was like oh okay. <laughs> it's been very embarrassing for you and then by the time we got to the end and ultimately my character also turned into a zombie it was just like really couldn't be bothered so i think we just sort of draped some wet paper towel over my face <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's it was right. sort of like hanging off. I'm like, yeah, I guess yeah. it sort of looked like skin. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it looked pretty convincing. Yeah, but it's the thing about Super Eight. Really low, low res, black and white. Is you can get a lot, get away with a lot more than sort of the. It looks the, beautiful though. Yeah, the the fuzzy sort of uh, quality of it sort of obscures a lot of the the, mm -hmm. the giveaway uh, details. But yeah, that was good. I, do you still have that anywhere? Uh, I do have it. I have it ready to go. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't we? Uh, do you think we could post a post it on YouTube? Do you think we could yeah, get sure. away with that? Sure. All right. Let's do why that not? as like a special uh, <laughs> a special edition treat. Uh, right. uh, that's uh, that's Fatal Revenge Two, starring yeah. uh, Byron Hussey, Andrew Hussey, and Jan van den Hemmel. You you yeah. joined the band at the end. I think. Yeah. I, I don't have the, the it's like without sound. We recorded it with sound at the time but it was lost for some reason. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, we... I remember doing a lot doing a lot of um attempts at dubbing it but it never really uh, sounded convincing. Uh, yeah. so in the end it's just a silent movie. Yeah, it's too bad, is, but uh, I'm I'm sure that um uh, it kinda of works that way. Yeah, do we have like a mini disc player or something? I don't really remember how I recorded it, to be honest. I remember mini discs were, were sort of could just be, happening be. at the time. They were going to be the mm. next big, like, the next type CD. <laughs> yeah. The next, the next uh, 
I, I, I'm pretty certain that I actually didn't have that yet at the time that I recorded it on just a normal cassette. Yeah, yeah it was probably pretty low low quality. And uh, I don't really know what happened to it, but uh, it got lost somehow. All right, but, well, uh, yeah. uh, send me, send we'll me the... It's, uh, it's very entertaining without uh, music as well. Send so. me the link or, or I can, I mean, I can put, post it on the Cinema Dare um, YouTube or if you want to post it on yours, I'll just, I'll just post a link to it. It doesn't matter which. I'll mail it to you. I'll mail it to you. You can upload okay. it. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, I think, I think that's a good stopping point, right? We, yeah. I hope, I hope this is the last time people ever talk about redneck zombies. Yeah. This is, we think we're, we're done. We, we just finished we, it We closed off. the coven and we nailed it down. Yeah. We and sealed we up the uh, the moonshine still, the toxic moonshine still. I hope you, any. I hope nobody really expected us to actually talk about redneck zombies because we really didn't. Uh, but <laughs> that's probably going to be the pattern for this uh, this yeah. show. Uh, <laughs> I hope so. All right, Jan. Well, thanks thanks for uh, for doing this, and well, thank um, thanks for thanks folks for tuning in and making it all the way to the end here. Uh, it's been fun, and we'll do it again next time. See you next time. All right.